Welcome to Engage, the podcast show for business owners and managers who are passionate about developing people and growing a successful business. And now here's your host, Alistair Booth from the HR Booth. Welcome to Engage, the podcast for business owners and managers. Uh, my name is Alistair Booth and I'm your host for today's podcast. Well, I can't believe we're at an, another week and the, the weeks are just flying by at the moment and we're now halfway through the year. Um, so as I record this podcast, we're at the end of end of June. So it's a good time for businesses to take stock and see where they are in terms of their, their plans that they perhaps created at the, the start of the year or the end of, of last year. And I know that I've certainly been doing that recently, um, assessing what's working, uh, what isn't working so well and what could I do better. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss how to link HR management with driving customer service in your business. Uh, and this is something we've been doing a lot of uh, recently with, with some of our clients. But before I get into that, uh, as we've reached the midpoint of the year, I thought it would just be a good opportunity just to share a couple of things that we've been working on at the HR booth. So we do a, a regular blog, uh, which I'll add to the, the show notes. Uh, but what we've, we've tried to do recently over the last few weeks is look at a new feature on the blog. Uh, so we've got a new weekly column uh, titled Questions. So you can find that under the questions category on the blog. And as I say, I'll add that to, to the show notes. But basically, this is really a philosophy around you ask, we answer. And it's something that we're, we're trying to do and share a weekly question that we are asked by one of our customers and what we then do is kind of share that that response. So we've changed the content slightly just to, to protect confidentiality, but the, pro, the thought process really is that if one of our customers has this challenge, the likelihood is that others are going to have a similar challenge. So what we've tried to do is kind of capture that question and then the response that, that we would then give uh, with the belief then that if someone else is going through that same challenge or same issue, then we're helping them how to to, to resolve that in, in their own business. So we're doing a lot around content marketing at the moment just to, to really ensure that you know we're always adding value to our clients. Um, so this this new feature is another way for us to, to do that. But we're also aware that you know there might be an audience of, of people who aren't necessarily clients of, of ours. So again, by putting this on, on the blog in a regular feature, it might help them with some of the challenges that they have in, in their business. And ultimately, if they then look at, you know, taking on an HR provider in the future, then, you know, hopefully we might be, you know, on, on that list of, of people that they look to, to contact. Uh, so the, the podcast is, is also part of, of our kind of content marketing strategy. And it's now six months since we've, we've been doing the, the podcast. Uh, so what I'm doing at the minute is really, you know, looking at how successful that's been. So it's difficult to assess how valuable the, the podcast is. And as we've not had any, any reviews for a while, it is difficult to gauge what you, the audience, um, think. So we can certainly track the, the number of listens that, that, that we get. And the, and the engagement there is certainly positive. And we do also get some direct comments, which, which is great. So some people will get in, in, in touch directly um, you know, just to, to ask a question or to perhaps give a bit of feedback. Uh, and I know that some of our existing clients are using the, the podcast as part of their management development strategy and in, in their teams. So what we're doing is we're running some workshops for clients which have touched 
touched on in the past. But in between that, there's certain podcasts which really help with the workshops. So it's not just a case of turning up, doing a workshop, and then they go back to their place of work. There's a bit of kind of homework, I guess, in between. So I know that some some of our clients are using the podcast to, to do that. So that's that's going really well. So the, the feedback there is is positive. So I mean, I guess what I'm saying is if, if you are, you know, listening to the to the podcast and you've not left a review, then it would be great if you if you could do that. Just that it does help other people, you know, find the podcast, but also just allows us to, to make any improvements and also just to kind of make sure that we're covering what, what you would expect from a from a podcast uh, on, on HR subjects. Uh, it would also be great if if you didn't want to leave a review, but you, you do like the podcasts, you know, if you wanted to get in contact with me directly just to kind of give some feedback on subjects that you'd like to see covered that would then allow me to then you know look to, to kind of share some of that in, in the future um, so if there is anything that you, you would like to know more about then then please get in touch uh, I'm conscious that we spend a lot of time doing the podcast so you know it's a, it's a big investment of, of our time so I want to make sure that we're always adding value to, to you our, our audience and, and our customers so if there is a specific subject then then please get in touch and we'll, we'll be happy to, to look at that uh, another thing that we've been assessing recently is our um, printed newsletter Engage. Um, so that's been running since January uh, last year, and it's a bi-monthly printed newsletter that goes out to all of our clients uh, and also some other businesses that we've, we've engaged with or would like to perhaps work with in, in the future. So again, what I'm going to be doing over the, the next few weeks is just reviewing how effective that method is um, and how we're going to do that is look at asking customers some questions to, to get their, their opinion. So that's important um, to, to get customer feedback, uh, but also just to get feedback in terms of the marketing that we are doing. Is it effective? You know, what 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 methods do people like to consume information? Is it is it print? Is it email? Is it the podcast? So we're going to try and capture that over the, the next few weeks. Uh, but also as part of that is to, is to get some feedback from our customers in terms of the service that, that we offer. Uh, and I felt that was, that was important because over the last few weeks, I've been doing a lot of work with, with clients around um, service and that the, today's podcast is all about driving customer service in your business and how that links to HR management. And as I've been not you know, captured a lot of feedback from, from my clients. Yeah, we've got a lot of testimonials and a lot of reviews and I'm in touch with customers on, on a regular basis and we get a lot of feedback face-to-face, -face, uh, but conscious that there's perhaps more we could be doing there around that service. So I'm going to be looking at that over the, the kind of coming weeks. Uh, and I just thought, you know, kind of halfway through the year, it's a good opportunity just to kind of assess where, we, where we're at as a business um, and then move things forward for, for the second half of the year. So that's just a kind of quick update on, on the HR booth and I thought it was a nice link into uh, today's subject matter. So as, as I said, over the past few weeks, I've been helping some clients get ready for what is a, a key trading time of the, the year for them. Uh, I've got a couple of clients where the summer holidays are, are a, big, a big thing for them in terms of you know additional customers coming through the doors. Um, I've got a couple of clients who do quite well out of the Edinburgh Festival, which starts in August. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of planning going ahead at the minute in terms of making sure they've got the right staff in place, they've got the right number of people, um, looking at kind of holiday cover. So just making sure that they've got everything in place to make sure they can service their, their customers. And what we do with, with a, you know, certainly some of our larger clients, I, I'll kind of work on site, you know, a set number of hours each month looking at doing various things around HR. So it's not just around discipline and grievance um, and recruitment, etc. We're doing a lot of stuff adding, adding value. And what we do with these clients is we have a, an HR plan that, that, that we work towards. And, and comments had been made a few weeks back that 
couple of the business owners are kind of says, well, we're about to have a kind of key trading time, so we won't need to, to see you over, over that period of time. And what I then had to do was actually say, well, I would disagree with that. Business doesn't stop from an HR perspective just because it's a busy time for you. In actual fact, I think it's probably more important that you see me during that time. One, so I can kind of help with the plans to make sure that they've got the right people in place, the right recruitment, they're inducting, etc., and the managers are, are managing performance properly, but also just to ensure that any training that's, that's been carried out prior to that, that key, key, uh, key trading time is, is fully embedded. And I'm going to kind of discuss what I mean about that in, in, in a second. So another example of a, a client that we've been doing some work for is a, is a car garage, and it's not a client that we support on site, but we do a lot of work for them remotely. So it's a car garage who generally fit tyres, they'll, they'll carry out MOTs and service repairs, and we've kind of worked with them for, 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 for about a couple of years now, but over the last kind of six months or so, really formalising a lot of you know things around you know contracts of employment, policies and procedures, etc., and invested quite a bit of time going through that, uh, and the business owner is also invested quite a bit of time um, training staff on new products, looking at um, attending kind of specialised training for that, so special on the tyre fitting side of things, you know, different types of tyres, what all that means, and, and really looking at some customer service skills around that, so that the service provider who delivered the training as part of the product knowledge delivered some customer service skills. So it's a garage that's got three sites, uh, and the business owner doesn't really get an opportunity to be hands-on. So I asked the question in terms of, well, how are we looking to ensure that, that training has been successful, especially on the, the customer service side. So one of the things that I suggested was that we do observations where the managers in each of the, the depots, you know, I'll observe a customer interaction, ensure that that was done to the, the correct standard and what had been trained out, um, and, and then give that individual some, some feedback. Um, so this could be done, but one of the, the kind of obstacles there is that the managers are quite often tied up with customers as well, or they might be doing other tasks. So it wasn't always possible to do an observation, and it might be a little bit in, inconsistent. So in addition to the observations, we looked at a, a, an option where we could do what's called mystery shopping. So people come into the garages who need to get genuine work carried out, uh, but we could also look at the customer interaction on making a telephone call. Because it's not just about the face-to-face -face customer service, it's about that kind of telephone call as well. So interestingly, last week we had a, a scenario where a mystery shopper called in, uh, so they made a, made a phone call actually, so phoned uh, about half past two in the afternoon uh, to say that they needed a, a kind of tyre fitted. So the individual employee checked the computer system confirmed that the tyre that they required was in stock, uh, but the customer then advised that um, due to where he was working, he wouldn't get into the garage until about 20 past five. Now, the garage in question closed at 5.30, uh, so that would mean that although the customer would arrive on time, the actual fitting of the tyre would take them past kind of five 5.30. So the employee who answered that call said that as they finish at 5.30 and are not paid for overtime, the customer should call, call back at another time if he can't make it in before 5.20. So the customer then says, well, you know, I'm on, I'll be on my way. I finish work at 5. It's usually a 15, 20-minute drive to where you are. I'll, I'll, I'll make it there in, in time. So 20 past 5 at the very latest. And again, the employee says, well, that's fine. But if you're not here by 20 past 5, don't bother because we're going to be closing at 5.30 and we don't get paid for, for overtime. So... As you can imagine, the business owner was absolutely livid that this had happened. Um, 
and in actual fact, the, the, the employees are actually paid an extra hour overtime each week to cover these kind of eventualities where, you know, if customers do arrive just before closing time, we make sure that we service them. Uh, and these issues don't come up that often. So, you know, they are kind of reimbursed for, for that just to make sure we provide that service. So what this kind of mystery shopping did was identify that we had an issue with an employee uh, and also it was a bit evident really that the training didn't have the, the desired effect because that individual employee didn't deal with that customer interaction in the way that, that we would expect. And from the, the, the customer's point of view, he's not bothered if the staff are paid overtime or not. He just wants to get his tyre fitted or that service provided. Um, so he doesn't really care how that's done. But to be told that, you know, doesn't isn't what really what a customer is, is interested in. Um, so what, what that call has done is actually identified you know potentially some cultural issues within that business where employees perhaps don't care about the customers and that's a bit disappointing because we've obviously invested a bit of time doing customer service training recently but it's also identified that there might be poor engagement there so one of the things that I'm going to be working on with that with that client is just to better understand what the issues are and why an an employee wouldn't take ownership of, of that type of situation and speak to a customer in, in that way. So without the mystery shopper, you know, that issue wouldn't have been highlighted and it now kind of calls into question how often that happens in that business and what impact that has on that business with customers potentially being being turned away. So if you are a, a kind of service provider, I would probably urge you to have a look at, you know, doing something around observations or mystery shopping just to try and capture some some feedback. So, so an interesting scenario that we've kind of dealt with over the, the kind of last week or so. Another client that we're, we're working with at the moment, so this is one of our kind of on-site clients, um, they're about to enter their busiest time of the year just with the, with the kind of school holidays. It's a service-based business um, catering for kind of families, so kind of school holidays, etc. You know, they've kind of got outdoor um, play areas, indoor play areas, and, and it's really kind of based around a kind of family, um, you know, family experience. So what we've, we've kind of embarked on over the last few weeks is looking at how we recruit and induct their staff in the business and you know historically they bring in a lot of attempts to cover this kind of key trading time and in the past perhaps been quite reactive um, to that you know filling the vacancies that they have perhaps rushing through recruitment and induction and really just trying to get people in the in the business so I've covered these topics previously in other podcasts but what we did here was more in-depth screening and um, supporting telephone screening checking candidates kind of working hours checking they were available and assessing their communication skills before the client would do a more in-depth face-to-face interview. So for their induction in the past, it's really been about kind of completing the, the new start paperwork, so bank details, national insurance details, these these sorts of things, and then getting them on the, the department. Uh, the company already had a customer service training module, so I spent a bit of time with the operations director just reviewing the content of that and ensuring it was it was fit for purpose, really. And then once we kind of revised it and got it to where it needed to be to be reflective of their business, we added that into the, the induction plan. So what that has now meant is that all new employees will now have a two-hour classroom-based induction on their first day. And the purpose of that is to, you know, still, you know, go through the new start paperwork that, that's required, but also around setting expectations. We discuss elements of the, the employee handbook. We'll discuss health and safety. They'll, they'll get a tour of, of the building, pointing out the fire exits, and, and get an overview on, on each of the departments within, within that business. Uh, but we also then focus on some core customer service elements. So talking about the types of customers they have, the range of services that they offer and the types of scenarios that they, you know they'll be dealing with on a, on a day-to-day basis 
What we then do is follow on the kind of classroom-based uh, element of the induction. They'll then move on to their own department. And uh, what we've also done there is pull together a specific um, department operating plan. And what we've done there is got the individual managers to really think about their departments and think about the operating plans that they need in their, their own departments. So they've kind of pulled that together. Uh, what then happens is that individual line manager will take ownership of their new employee and you know kind of set expectations again around the dress code so dress code varies from department to department depending where they are in the business so you know they'll, they'll kind of set expectations around that uh, talk about standards minimum expectations and obviously around around customer services as well so because they employ over 150 employees and and that number is obviously going to increase over the, the summer months uh, bringing in a few a few temporary employees we looked at a customer service program for all their existing staff as well so what we've done there is you know have a look at reception staff so most businesses, that is the first point of contact when an individual comes into the business. So what we're trying to, to achieve is creating a, a positive impression for, for all the customers. So what we've been doing there is really doing that on, on the floor and using examples of what customers see. So really trying to get the staff to put themselves in the shoes of a customer. And that, that first impression is actually formed in the car park uh, when they first arrive. And, and that's looking at things around, around presentation. You know, is, is the car park free from litter? Is there adequate parking spaces? Looking at signage, so they've got some signage around promoting some special offers. So getting all that right at the front of, of the building and then when they enter the building is making sure that the signage is, is accurate as well and as you come into the building there's quite a few entrance points but the, the kind of main entrance point where the car park is situated they do have a, a kind of service desk right in front there and and I noticed when, when I was up that it was out, out of kind of peak period but that service desk wasn't, wasn't manned so right away you're kind of creating a, an impression for a customer that there's a service desk but it's not manned so what we're, we're doing there is if that is the case it's just making sure there's kind of some signage there to direct a customer where they need to go so if they're looking to buy specific vouchers or you know they're looking for tickets for a specific area of that business there's there's something there to kind of signpost them in, in, in that direction so that's what we've, we've, we've done there and, and just making sure there's some consistency and interaction from, from staff. So regardless of what department you're in, we're just looking for some consistency so that all, all staff should have a name badge, wearing the, the company uniform that's relevant to, to their department. We've also introduced um, badges for, for new staff to say they're in training. So again, that just kind of creates that impression that a customer perhaps goes a little bit easy on, on, a, on a staff member, you know, not expecting them to know all the answers. Uh, so if they see that, that kind of training badge. So we've, we've done that. So that's that's been, you know, pretty well received and then what we've then done is the follow-up which is really important so it's all fine and well doing the training and investing that time on on the floor but what we need to do is ensure that the training has been in fact uh, has been effective so what i've done with the, the kind of management team there is create a very simple observation sheet that any of the managers can complete and give feedback so that's just to ensure that the training has been embedded and it's to try and catch people doing the right thing and give them feedback there and then on on that process that you know the, the manager has has observed but also to give feedback where they think people need to, to improve because obviously if they don't give feedback they're going to carry on doing doing the same things and obviously if we're doing that then it's going to help drive customer service during a, a busy period and give a positive kind of customer experience which is what the the, the client is, is after 
in addition, we're also looking at how we measure customer service. Um, so whilst I've got a, a kind of company social media page which has a number of comments on it, I've noticed as well that they're not that great at responding to kind of comments that customers make. So it's looking at someone taking ownership of, of that and, and dealing with either any negative comments that, that come up and managing customer expectations. But taking it a stage further actually and looking at how they actually measure customer service feedback and not just looking at their, their kind of Facebook and, and social media pages. So there's a couple of ways in which they, they can do that. They can capture contact details for customers. So obviously if customers have booked online or over the telephone, you're perhaps obtaining an email address. And what we should be doing there is actually getting in contact with that customer using SurveyMonkey potentially or another tool such as that. So I'll put a link to SurveyMonkey in, in the show notes for you to, to refer to. But it's a quick and simple way to capture some feedback from a customer in terms of that customer experience. So it allows you to kind of look at specific departments and, and kind of drill that drill that down. Another way in which you can do that is have someone actually just phone customers and capture some feedback um, and then it's great to celebrate that success and let customers who are coming into the building kind of see how you measure customer service and what you're doing about it. So as you'll see, there's a, a lot of value in looking at customer service in your in your business. Uh, if you're based in Scotland, uh, Skills Development Scotland have just announced um, some funding for training. So that got announced last week. So again, I'll add a link to that in, in the show notes because obviously if you are eligible for funding, that kind of helps towards the cost of any, any training programme that you, you may be looking to, to roll out. So that's just to kind of give you a flavour of some of the things that we've been working on, but just to allow you to see how HR management can really link to driving customer service in, in your business. And yet again, you'll see that the HR is more than just discipline and, and grievance and dealing with the, the kind of compliance part of HR. We really do look at the bigger picture and act as a, as a trusted business advisor, ensuring that you can manage your people, which link to your, your overall business plan. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you've got any questions on this podcast or any other HR-related matter, then please get in touch. You can do so via email. Uh, my email address is alistair.booth at thehrbooth.co.uk. You can also contact us through the website, which is www.thehrbooth.co.uk. And I'm quite active on Twitter, so you can find us there. The username is at thehrbooth. So thanks again, and please get in touch if you have any questions or there's anything specific you want to comment on. Thanks very much.